Before we start the episode, I want to explain to you that this episode will be without music, and that is because of licensing issues. Legal? Legal licensing issues. Songs cost money, typically, and to be able to play these songs during interviews or introductions of bands, it would cost a lot of money legally. And we like to see our artists get paid on top of it, even if it's pennies. They're still getting paid. Parts of pennies. Parts of pennies, for sure. So, if you want to hear this episode in full with all the songs involved, legally, go to your Spotify app, and you can find This Week in Seattle Rock on the Spotify app and hear this episode in its entirety. Or, if you just want to hear our pretty voices, you can go ahead and listen to that, too. Hi. Hi. (laughs) With all that being said, we appreciate you tuning in and listening, and hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to This Week in Seattle Rock's Five Points. Hello and welcome to this episode of This Week in Seattle Rock's Five Points. This episode's subject is a, I would say, a model. Also, an actress hosts a show that's coming up on Amazon Prime. What? 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 And also, she's the lead vocalist of Deadbeat Blackout. She happens to belong to an outstanding club that is the Women of Rock of the Seattle area. Yes. And she does rock. And is very deep. It's a big club. Uh, guys, uh, uh, better cover your asses. Here come the women. <laughs> it's a it's a big <laughs> club, and it's it's... It's awesome. This week's subject of five points is Hecate Williams. Enjoy the show. You, Hecate. Oh, yeah. as we take pictures, groups, woohoo. <laughs> you, Hecate, are very diversified um, in that okay. oh, you're a model, <laughs> you're an actress, you're all fancy. I just like to You're have a co host, you know? <laughs> and she's a, she's a lead singer for a, a Seattle band, Deadbeat Blackout. Seattle? Are we, are we calling them a Seattle band? Um, I mean, we say Olympia. We're out of Olympia, okay. but um, I mean, honestly, we play Tacoma probably more than anywhere oh, Okay, else. so yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say Olympia. Yeah. Give Olympia their groove, man. Yeah. They deserve it. There's not yeah. much else going on down there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we don't hear too much come out of Olympia anymore, it no. seems like. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's like nowhere to play down there anymore either, so. Oh, that's unfortunate. Plaid yeah. pig. Oh, yeah. We yeah everybody goes to Plaid Pig. We were just at the Pig. Dude, we love the Plaid Pig. Great spot. Great owner. Great door guy. Everyone there is really cool. The sound guy is fucking badass. Yeah? He's actually going to do a little band wars shit with us. Oh, fun. Nice. Pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Fun. Band it's wars. It's nice to collab with people you like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he let us do the dildo. Yeah, he let us do the dildo <laughs> derby, uh, which was a fundraiser event for Band Wars, which was fucking incredible. We got, what, like six sponsors by like dildo companies. Like, oh, wow. And they oh, sent us cool. a box of cocks, and we were like, let's fucking yeah, race glow, them. Glow Fuck Yourself, Taboo Video. Uh, there's like four of them, but Pill Brigade did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's very that's cool. Really fun. That's nice. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it it's an industry for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> People are living, making a living off that stuff. So thank you for coming in. Yeah, absolutely. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, Glad man. to be here. Man, it's, it's fun. I like it. I hope you found fun in the exercise of selecting your tunes. I mean, yeah, it was, it was kind of hard because, uh, you know, you're like, they have to be different artists. Otherwise, I was just going to load the whole thing with Maiden. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I made a different artist. Because it makes people. With Maiden, dude. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's cool. Well, why don't we hit it off with your first song? All kinds of neat stuff. Good. Oh, about I don't know if it's music. neat. Yeah, I everything is, is. going to be like, what? Why did, how do you know all this? <laughs> Hitching a Ride is a song by American rock band Green Day, released in August of 1997, as the first single from their fifth album, Nimrod, and is the second track on the album. The single reached number five on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart. English is hard. Number nine on the Billboard Mainstream Rock Chart and number 25 on the UK Singles Chart. The song was later featured as the 14th track on 2001's International Super Hits, with an exclamation mark, and as the eighth track off of 2017's God's Favorite Band. Pop Matters listed Hitch... Hitch hmm. I swallow my spit. <laughs> Pop Matters listed Hitching a Ride as the sixth best Green Day song suiting its falling off the wagon subject matter. Hitching a Ride is a hellish yet exhilarating track that makes picking up a bottle look like probably not the wisest idea one could have. There you go. Hitching a ride. Very cool. <laughs> From Green Day. I'll be damned. Now we all know why episodes take so long to get out. He's got to edit all this out. Blah, blah, blah. Because he's blah, like, blah, oh, blah. no, 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 no. <laughs> wrong word. So, Hakati, what does this song do for you? Uh, so, this song actually is probably, in a weird way, the most important song of my life. So, when I grew up, uh, I actually grew up and went to Catholic school and all that good shit. So, my music, what I was allowed to listen to was, like, very limited. It was very bubblegum pop bullshit, you know? And I remember I was probably about... 10, 11 years old, and I heard Green Day and was like, holy shit, what is this music? This is so cool. And I loved Hitching a Ride. And so I saved my money and bought a bass guitar, piece of shit, but got a bass guitar and watched that video over and over and just learned to play that song on that bass. From the and, video. And ever since then, the rest is history. Like, it's music has been such a major part of my life. But that video, that song, that was the first time I ever did anything with it. Wow. Yeah. It was your entry. <laughs> It was. Pop my cherry. Rock, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like you were saying the subject material of the song, and I'm a fucking drunk, so it's like, great. I knew. I knew before I knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lead in drug. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Nimrod and uh, Green Day. Yeah, <laughs> oh, like a lot of artists, they, you know, they hit, they hit a ride on a star and they, they rock it up. What's Green Day doing nowadays? I don't oh, know. gosh, still... you don't want to know, man. Like, I heard some shit recently Laundry. on the radio, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's so bubblegum pop now that yeah. my mom would have let me listen to it. But yeah. really? <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, I mean, wow. I'm sorry. I love you, Green Day, but what the fuck are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't believe me. I was, shocked. Yeah, I was yeah. like, no, this is like new this Green Day, dude. It didn't sound like him at all. Not even a singer. And it's hard to, well, from their aspect, they've been around a long time. I mean, like a lot of bands, they got to try and find something or else they're just playing caricatures of themselves. Yeah, some people take it too far. Some bands just kind of fall off. Yeah. Some like, that bands was way too drastic. put out an acoustic song and other people absolutely freaking hate it. <laughs> I think it like comes down to, is it like your music a means or is it like a means to an end? You know, like if you're doing it just for the, the joy of the music and your expression and passion for it, or are you doing it to sell records and make money? You yep. know, and they clearly went through that direction of, hey, this is what's selling. This is what the kids want to hear. This is what we're going to tailor ourselves to so we can keep the dollars rolling in. And I get mm -hmm. it, but I, I love old Green Day. You're right. Yeah. And you're right. It's, it's, what, it's what we grew up listening to. Once you get yeah. a taste of that money, of course, and the success. And, and hey, it's not I mean, what they what need to do? have, but I mean. Yeah, I'd probably do the same fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> keep up with the lifestyle, I guess, yeah. 
So we we used to play this game, guess the Spotify plays, which was turned out to be ridiculous because nobody was ever close. But I'm just going to mention the plays on this song: forty-two million one hundred seventy-seven thousand. Oh wow! Wow, I'm oh. envious to say forty-two the least. million. That's, yeah, uh, it's it's a, a reference. Few millions more than I expected. Interesting, right? Well, considering their top song off that album, well, what did that probably had to be in the ninety millions? Probably something like that. Let's see. Oh no! Oh no! You are funny. Good riddance. Four hundred twenty-two million two hundred sixty-nine thousand. I think that's a little that, higher than Diamond yeah, Record like, status. <laughs> that's, Didn't people use that song at graduation and stuff? Yes. That's probably why. It's like yeah. a breakup song, too. Yes, <laughs> They're breaking up funny. with school and their boyfriends. Right. <laughs> Going to college, bitch. I'm getting kicked out of college. I need this song again. Right. So only uh, truck on forward, and we're going to hit song number two. Number two. <laughs> Duty. Duty. Uh, <laughs> Kid Kardashians and shit wearing Iron Maiden shirts. It's like, yeah, they never. Oh, actually, we just talked music. to uh, Gary Holt the other day. We were talking about that because he was the one that made the Kill the Kardashians yeah, shirts because yeah. they were wearing fucking Slayer and shit. Yeah, like, exactly. You don't listen to Slayer. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, I believe it. Let's see. So this has a long story to it. The reincarnation of Benjamin Brigg is a song by Iron Maiden released as the lead single from their 14th studio album, A Matter of Life and Death. The song was released as a single on August 14th, 2006, preceding the release of the album by 11 days. The single's promotional image shows Eddie, the band's mascot, digging out the grave of Benjamin Brigg, whose tombstone states in Romanian, here lies a man about whom not much is known. The identity of the character was held secret by band members. Bassist Steve Harris in an interview was quoted as saying, who is Benjamin Brigg? Ah, now that would be a telling. Just before the time of the single's release, a website was created containing a biography. According to the website, the creator was a cousin of Benjamin's, searching for him after he ran across an obscure photograph of his long-lost cousin in a box of his recently deceased grandmother's belongings. The biography stated that Benjamin Brigg was born on September 3rd, 1939, the date that France, the United Kingdom, and New Zealand, and Australia declared war on Germany after the invasion of Poland, forming the Allies. Born in London, both of his parents died in a still unexplained house fire in 1947, and Benjamin was sent to an orphanage. Brig was smart, but very much a loner, and took up a fascination with religion and thought of becoming a clergyman. Brig was never <laughs> able to settle in with any of the three families that had fostered him, and after he turned 10, began experiencing nightmares. Benjamin began to show artistic talent and made many paintings, which have been since been lost. It's presumed that Benjamin destroyed them himself. Briggs' paintings were disturbing to others when asked what inspired the drawings. He said he painted what he saw in his nightmares. Benjamin left the orphanage in 1954 and got a job engraving tombstones at a funeral home. This guy is just a delight. <laughs> Brig lived alone, and, and by this time, his interest in religion had become almost an obsession. Traveling the world from 1960 to 70, Benjamin moved back to England in 1971, took up a job at the International Institute of Paranormal Investigations, Ooh. and over the next six years wrote at least four books on occult practices in countries he'd visited. Benjamin disappeared on June 18th, 1978, and still has not been found. Yeah, this guy's fucking cool. <laughs> the, cousin, the cousin of Benjamin, who created the website, asked anyone who knew anything about his whereabouts to contact him. And according to the final chapter of the story, one man did. 
The cousin arranged a meeting with this man that was set to take place on August 14th, 2006. The website, as well as the biography of Benjamin Brigg, was completely fictional and was later found to have been created by the band to increase publicity since they knew that fans would research the names, the tying <laughs> to f- trying to figure out who the character was. The date that that cousin and the informant were supposed to meet was none other than the date of the single's release. The website, which has since been taken down, sported an image that was allegedly painted by Benjamin Brigg himself. This was a dead giveaway for fans who recognized that it showed none other than Eddie, the band's (laughs) mascot, easily discernible by Eddie's one red glowing eye, which he has had since the album Somewhere in Time. There is a snapshot available from the old website where it is possible to see Benjamin Briggs' alleged paintings dated back to November 4, 2006. Wow, that's a lot to read. But I thought that was such a fun story. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty wicked. <laughs> right? So did a lot of people, I'm sure. Tell us about this one. Well, damn, I didn't know all that shit. But... <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cooler now. Um Honest, dude, this is just hands down to me the greatest fucking song that's ever been made. That fucking guitar in the beginning, just yeah, it's like fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I love All Made Men's my favorite band of all time, but if I had to narrow it down, definitely that song. It's just, it's the fucking best. It's wow. the greatest song ever. Like, you know, one of those songs. No matter when you hear it, you're just like, yeah, dude, I'm ready to crack a beer. What? Yeah. Like, get it going, man. There we go. But, yeah, so I, I had to throw that on the list and pay homage to Maiden, best band ever, fucking greatest song ever. So. Well, we we held you back and made you choose five different artists. Yeah, I would have just been yeah. Maiden all day. That is. <laughs> the ma- you guys are listening to Maiden today. Takate Williams and the Maiden episode. I would be be honored. (laughs) Very cool. Why don't we jet on over to song number three? Three. Number three. Wrong show. Sorry, wrong show. (laughs) Paranoid is a song by English heavy metal band Black Sabbath, released in 1970 off the band's second studio album, Paranoid. Huh. It is the first single from the album, reaching number four on the UK singles chart. No, only number 61 on the U.S. hot billboard spot. Yeah, it's like not that much, really, so. <laughs> Whatever, That's U.S. Rude. That's rude. Rude. 1970, what do we know? 1970, though, they were probably like, oh, you know, Carol King. Oh, and, God. You know, oh, God. <laughs> all that folk rock stuff. Carpenters. Yeah. Talk about uh, making yeah. love in a Chevy van and shit like that. Anyways. <laughs> down by the levee, right? Yeah, down by the levee. <laughs> The March 2004 issue of Guitar World magazine quoted Black Sabbath bassist Geezer Butler as saying, a lot of the Paranoid album was written around the same time as our first album, Black Sabbath. We recorded the whole thing in about two or three days live in the studio. Zoinks. The song Paranoid was written as an afterthought. We basically needed a three-minute filler for the album, and Tony came up with a riff. I quickly did some lyrics, and Ozzy was reading the song as he was singing it. God. And they played it live. How about that? Paranoid eventually became the name of the album, and somewhat unusually, the word paranoid is never mentioned in the lyrics. Originally, the the band had wanted the album to be called War Pigs after the song of the same name, but the record company persuaded them to use Paranoid instead because it was less offensive. The song Paranoid drew controversy, though, for apparently encouraging suicide, much like Ozzy's solo song Suicide Solution, 
Particularly the lyric, I tell you to enjoy life, was misheard as, I tell you to end your life. I tell you to enjoy life. Which just tells us I tell you to end your life. People misinterpret good music. Yeah. Since the beginning of time. Right. No, it's probably okay. moms that are like, you know, <laughs> hey, got their 60s I'm a, hair. I'm a mother. Yeah, not in 1970. No. <laughs> Cashbox described the song as being dense musically as whole, a whole lot of love, stating that crashing nonstop beat with gobs of bass and drums laced liberally with stinging echoey vocals and hot guitar licks moved the song along at a blistering pace. Paranoid was ranked number 34 on VH1's 40 Ooh. Greatest Metal Songs. VH1. Yeah. In March 19 uh, in March 2005. Yeah, I know. Q magazine placed it <laughs> Q that's true. Q magazine placed it at a number 11 in the list of the 100 greatest guitar tracks. Rolling Stone ranked it number 250 on her list of 500 greatest songs of all time. And Paranoid was ranked the fifth best Black Sabbath songs by Rock Das Gamestork der Groben Rock Axe in Chick. German? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were like supposed to yell it then. <laughs> and, yeah, right? A little more authority. In 1971, German Schlager vocal duo Cindy and Bert covered Paranoid with lyrics based on Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hound of Baskervilles as Der Hund von Baskerville. See, that's that's sounded, better. That sounded that's better. Way more the, <laughs> the unlikely cover with a heavy Hammond organ featured in a TV show with a tiny Pekingese dog standing in as a hound and dancers getting ushered back to the seats has become a collector's curiosity and a document of 1971 zeitgeist. I don't get it. American, <laughs> American punk group Dickies covered Paranoid on their 1979 album, The Incredible Shrinking Dickies. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is that like the little half sweater turtleneck thing? Oh, no, that is a dicky. Then I was thinking like cover coveralls. Oh, but, okay. you know. But <laughs> well, see, we can interpret that how however exactly. you think if they can. Dinkies. I was something the incredible else. shrinking. Oh dinkies. yeah, those were cool. Uh, it was also covered by industrial rock group the Clay People for the compilation album called "Shut Up, Kitty." Released Whoa. in 1993. Whoa, that sounds cool. Notably, <laughs> notably, it was also covered by Soft Cell, Doctors and the Medics, Soft Screwdriver, really? Megadeth, and Weezer. The original really? Black... Yeah, I know. Wow. Soft Cell. They tainted the song, hey? Yeah. <laughs> the original Black Sabbath recording... today. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original Black Sabbath recording has been used numerous times in various films and television shows, including Sid and Nancy... Dazed and Confused, The Stoned Age, Any Given Sunday, Almost Famous, We Are Marshall, The Angry Birds Movie, Suicide Squad, Kong, Skull Island, and Chips. The song was also used in video games, Rock and Roll Racing, Guitar Hero 3, Madden, NFL 10, WWE, 2K17, and Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2. The song is popular. And oh, one last After all that, in Finland, Paranoid has the same status as Leonard Skinner's Freebird in the United States as a song the audience finds humorous to request during concert. So regardless of the band or the style of the music in question, somebody may shout, Soyotika Paranoid! Play Paranoid. In Finland. Yeah. They have a way cooler Freebird. Yeah. 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 Freebird rules. Maybe we should start that here. and get Paranoid! Play, Play Paranoid. Paranoid instead of... I can't wait to go there. So why paranoid? I don't understand. She's very paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, this song, man, this this brings back so many fucking good times. This was probably my anthem for pretty much all of high school. I remember getting my first car, and I was so fucking stoked. And you couldn't have anyone in the car, but I was rolling with my friend. We're leaving a party at 6 in the morning. I'm fucking wasted. I'm 16, right? I run a stop sign, blasted, oh, paranoid, and get fucking T-boned, destroyed my oh, car. I didn't I get in trouble, though, because I played the girl card and like started crying. I was like, my mom. <laughs> so my mom lived two blocks away. I've and my mom came and the cop didn't want to deal with me he's like just get in the car wait for your mom I was like okay oh my god you know what I'm saying I told my friends like, you need to get the fuck out of here they're gonna take my license she took off god bless her thank you Chardonnay shout out uh, I was good nobody got in trouble you know I got a check back for the car cause luckily he ran the stop sign at the same time so no one was at fault oh but yeah dude paranoid man it was a good time you know? so technically time. you were paranoid during that time I, as well dude, I was, it was an interesting 6 a.m. That's for sure. Wow, wow, I have, dude. I have done that myself. I have, I wrecked my mom's car though. Yeah, I was like, and I'm like, mine, thank God. <laughs> yeah, and it were in the guys, it's okay. My car's not messed up. It's okay. It's okay. She's like, and mine. he left, and the whole front end of her Camaro was squished. I tried it. I said I was Did in transition. Didn't take it. <laughs> they didn't take it. I said I was in transition. Try to start crying. Did you flash him? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't have breasticles back then. <laughs> I think everybody might have a good, everybody who loves hard rock, loves this song, and has a memory of some sort attached to it. Oh, yeah, dude. Paranoid. You know, it, it, there's something. Uh, that was the best summer of my life. <laughs> it was so great, dude. He actually does a really wicked Aussie impersonation. It's so good. Like, it's really good. Hell yeah. We were together. We were smolting ants. We were smolting ants. But it was a good time. We were going around... Drink, it was, it was a it was a <laughs> Thank you, Ozzy. I'm, I'm really glad My dad loves watching anything with Ozzy on it. Now they have a show where it Jack brings some paranormal stuff and they yeah. want. Well, you did see oh, some that his son was that? doing. I think it's the same show, <laughs> but he took him to, uh, what was that? That Max fucking Max Sabbath. This Max oh, Sabbath. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw that video. Yeah. Frying pan. And like Ozzy walks in and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he like sits there, he's watching. He loves it. He fucking loves it. Like, and they're dressed up like Ronald McGoddamn yeah, yeah. Donald shit. Mary McCheese and stuff. Yeah, yeah, could yeah, you yeah. imagine being on stage and then doing that? And in then it's like seeing Ozzy. He's like, Right in front of Ozzy, that was brilliant. Like, Those guys are fucking like, geniuses. Like, right, still. I know if I've you seen them. You can't laugh at yourself. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> I've seen posts for events for them playing up here. Max Sabbath. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, there. I know, I know, I know. They played Tacoma somewhere the last time I remember seeing. We've got to see that. Yeah. That would be yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if they're on Spotify. Fuck. So as far as song plays by comparison to the other bands. <laughs> Oh yeah, wait. Let's see. Uh, well, that last, Paranoid. The last uh, reincarnation of Benjamin Brig, seven million. That know. ain't even enough. <laughs> like, everybody needs to hear that at the same time, and there will be like world peace. <laughs> like, Paranoid. Good. Paranoid plays five hundred fifty-six million one hundred ninety-five thousand. I was going to guess a billion. They're, they're half a billion. That maybe it's because they peaked before. Very well. Could I mean, be. the song. They're not, the song. They're not part of the digital age per se. Oh and, yeah. yeah, it is reminiscent. If and, they you know, had streaming kind of back then, that oh, should be through the right, fucking ceiling. Right. 
This is just Spotify plays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is just Spotify. So, hey, let's head on out to song number four. Four. Number four. God Was Never On Your Side is the sixth track on British rock band's Motorhead's 18th studio album, Kiss of Death, which released on August 26, 2006, via Steamhammer, their ninth with that label. British author Joel McIver noted in his 2011 Motorhead memoir, Overkill, The Untold Story of Motorhead, that God Was Never On Your Side showcases Lemmy's lyrical doom-mongering as never before. Interesting little note, uh, C.C. Davila Poison played the guitar solo on God Was Never On Your Side. So the song is Lemmy Was Never On Your Side. Yeah, there you go. Sung by, I <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just clarifying, right? Because <laughs> yeah. Lemmy's God, right? Yes. There you go. The album Kiss That's of Death reached four. number four in Germany, marking Motorhead's highest entry ever in the German charts. Album is also notable for being the final Motorhead album to feature original artwork from longtime artist Joe Peck, Patagno. Patagno. Let's say Patagno. Patagno. It's not like he's going to hear you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, Joe. God was never on your side. Tell me about it, Hikati. I love Motorhead. I'm fucking Lemmy, dude. Epic. Fucking legend. Fucking legend. You know, I'm going forever. Right. But but that song, I, I really, I think I'd have to say is probably my favorite Motorhead song because, you know, the driviness of all of Motorhead is just so epic. It's yes. just like, it's, it's time to go. Yeah, I'd hype you up. That's <laughs> some good shit. But that song, it's just this softer side, which is really interesting coming from Lemmy, you know, and I think he has a beautiful voice on that song. Very, very beautiful singing voice. And, and just the lyrical content of that song is just, it's a good song to really sit back and think. You can find so many relatable aspects in that song, not just about yourself, the society that we live in, the world as a whole. It's a great song. I think it's just, it's awesome. And then it's, it's a soft Lemmy. It's like, what the fuck? You know, it's, You're right. it's, it's so interesting, but it's so good. So a lot of mad respect for that song. You're the opening to that song and you hear that. That soft, older yeah, voice of Lemmy. Yeah. Much, much just makes older. you cock your head a little bit and makes you listen a little bit, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it's a great song to listen to. You just you just like hone in on every word, you yeah. know? And it, his delivery on every word is just so, it's so Lemmy, it's so good, it's so rough, but it's it's yet really, really nice, you know? Right. I, I, it's, I love that yeah. song, it's a good yeah. song. Right. Like yeah, rock so, on Lemmy, dude. Such a legend. Such <laughs> a legend. A, a man who, I mean... Why aren't we drinking Jack Daniels? Very, right very much older. <laughs> I, know, man, I could really go for a Lemmy. Very much older than the audience he played to, really, truly. Kind of always has been. So yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He started really, in the 50s. Well, yeah, and he and he yeah. really, yeah. throughout his life, always reached back somewhat into those roots rock of the late 50s, early 60s. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. And it was really kind of neat to hear him play these 50s <laughs> doo-wop style songs. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's it's what they were they were playing back in England at that time because you know it's post war kids mm-hmm. going around trying to create their sound and then obviously the Beatles make it and then he's like fuck that and make, <laughs> I make my own sound you know right yeah it's it's fun well I mean like those hard times gave those stories gave yeah. that passion and paved that way and the opportunity because you know there was no entertainment at that time everything went to the war efforts and stuff so there was such a need that people were starving for it you got that epic explosion of music it was awesome yeah. well it, let me and yeah well, coming out of England and London and all that where hey they got bombed yeah the um, whole country's in a yeah, yeah I mean because it's Greek pop yeah, they're, they're, they're in this yeah. Re, rebuilding yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> you know, they that little thing called Blitzkrieg. You know? yeah. Yeah. 
That yeah. sucks. And now, of all this, that'll be stuck in my head all night. Let's uh, <laughs> create. We actually got to meet uh, Richie Ramone on the set for the new Friday the 13th movie. Mm. Fucking badass dude. He's in nice. it. And I can't say anything. It should be out soon, though, actually. Like, really soon. Like, it's spring, yeah. But he's a fucking badass in it. He's a really, really cool couple dude. Yeah, he gave us our, uh, his number and said, next time in Hollywood, Fun. come hang out. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Absolutely. Still got the blackest hair. Yeah, oh, just, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Black is, black is the night, dude. Jet. Yeah, I've seen he was, uh, he's going to be in another movie coming up. He's like this vampire thing or something. Yeah. Fucking wow. Wicked. Yeah. Wow. Right on. You mean, hey. <laughs> That's cool. That is too cool. So... While we wind it all up with song number five. I have to pee. Okay. <laughs> That's a strange song. I love Sing that along song with though. Justin having to pee. <laughs> Warriors of Time is a single and the third track off the album Light from Above from Black Tide, which released on March 18, 2008. The album debuted at number 73 on the Billboard 200 with 11,400 copies sold in its first week of sales. Each member of Black Tide was under 20 years of age during the recording of this album, Whoa. making it very notable in the music industry. Frontman Gabriel Garcia was only a high school freshman and 14 years old when the album was written and recorded. The album was praised by critics and helped them win the 2008 Kerrang! Awards for Best Instrumental Newcomer. In support of the album, the band toured from July 2007 to April 2011, almost four years to support this album. The tour included 341 concerts around the world with headlining shows, including festival dates like the Vans Warp Tour, Download Festival, and Mayhem Festival. They also performed as an opening act for bands like Iron Maiden, Fuck yeah. Avenged Sevenfold, <laughs> fuck yeah. Bullet yeah, fuck for yeah, My yeah. Valentine, and Trivium. <laughs> yes. The last show of their tour was April 19, 2011 at the Viper Room in Los Angeles as an opening act for Loaded. Warriors of Time is featured on NHL 09 soundtrack for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. It is also available as a downloadable song for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions of Rock Band. In addition, the Belleville Bulls of the Ontario Hockey League play it when a goal is scored. And British ice hockey team Whitley Warriors use Warriors of Time as their entrance music. Chicka pow! tell me about the warriors of time um i guess kind of like the last thing you uh spit out there someone's theme song um i mean that was definitely my theme song when i hit 21 man pile everybody in the car that song's coming on that song is coming on First pick, we're on the way to the bar. Like, so many great memories. <laughs> That's solo, dude. Yeah, there you yeah go. dude, man. Anytime I hear that, it's like summer wind in the car, being 21, like not realizing how fucked you're going to be. Got the, the windows end of the night. down. You know, you're like, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm we're all alone. listening tonight. Yeah, like, we're the best, you know? And then it's uh, crawling home. It's just, it's awesome. I don't man. remember Party last anthem, night. Dude. <laughs> Fucking, but I remember that song. <laughs> remember that solo? Yeah, dude, just a fucking great song. It's like a lot of a lot of good times, a lot of good memories means a lot to me for sure. Uh, wow, like coming yeah. coming of age song yeah. for me, you know. For sure, kind of surprised there wasn't another English band, but that's okay. <laughs> hey man, I can only pick five. You I know? mean, Mr. Halford can can wait, I guess, for the As next. You said, <laughs> yeah. to pick five. You know, I, the, uh, there was a close one there. I will be honest, but I had to go with Warriors of Time. On what that. were you thinking about? Um, what do you think was in contention? 
Well, I guess I had a couple, but I guess another thing coming was yeah. going to be one. Just uh, a lot of good memories with my brother playing Grand Theft Auto. That was like the only oh. cool song that that game had. <laughs> yeah. So whenever he'd get in the driver's seat, because I was watched, I wasn't allowed to play the game. Of course not. You it's know? too violent. You're, you're, yeah. Well, no, he was a year younger than me. He was the only one allowed to beat hookers up. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, his thing was the video games. My thing was music. So when we blew our money, he had the game systems. I had the guitars, you know? So I'd watch him play his game. I could play him sometimes when he was done after he beat them of course you know of course. But, but that was like the only cool song I'd be like flip through that radio and find that one you know <laughs> radio x yeah but dude you got anything coming like it's just like it's so, there's a level of cheesiness to it that i absolutely love it was just so funny another thing coming dude, like I'm like shut up yeah like, <laughs> it's so funny i love it it's great so hakate do you have a suggestion uh, for somebody we you'd like to hear their five points yeah, dude, uh, Corey Chaos of uh, Burn Through Life, and he's now actually uh, going to be the guitarist for Cryptomnesia. That's right. Um, really, really great friend of ours. Um, he's in Band Wars. He's really involved in the local scene. Great guy, fucking hilarious. He's got this little like goatee thing and a and a mustache. He looks like a dirty Frenchman. It's awesome. Wee um, <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Yeah, oh, oh, suck me blow. <laughs> but he's fucking cool. I would say Corey for sure. Um, yeah, our Doc, dude, Doc, our buddy Doc. Oh, he's with. Yeah, with adverse effect okay. and no buffer. I mean, that motherfucker's oh. been plugging away for like 20 years. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he still keeps going, man. And you know, he, he's a fun dude. All, and the Boltos bands are awesome. We actually went down yes. to Vegas recently with them um, uh, back in what? September, or October, early yeah. October. Shoot some band war shit and then music videos for both no buffer and <sighs> adverse effect. And, mm. Fun fucking dudes, man. Like a blast. Doc can't stay awake to save his life. Like <laughs> every time you turn around, he was like on the floor and she's like, hey. <laughs> Is he narcoleptic? Vegas. Come on. No, it's Vegas. It's Vegas, baby. Okay. Yeah, you know that, what that I'm saying? He was eating like three day old. Like I got, like, I spent like 120 bucks <laughs> on like that fucking 100 pack of White Castles. Yeah. And I'm walking around like a boom box, but it's White Castles. Like, <laughs> handing out burgers and shit. And like that's a lot of fucking burgers. I was like, oh, yeah. we'll tear through that no problem because nope. like don't let my size fool you i'm such a fat ass like i will throw down and i was like oh i'll clean at least a quarter of this box myself tonight man all of us reading it, there's a group of like six or seven of us and that box lasts like three days and doc was still going for him unrefrigerated dude like we were sharing a room with him and he's all farting and stuff so, oh. so his lady his old lady like took the box and like hit it down the hallway so they're gut bombs dude, they were, it, but it was it was fucking hilarious they were the good farts though they were like the loud ones that don't stink you know what I'm saying like if I hear it they're, like I love it that's hilarious but like when I'm assaulted by it like I smell it and I'm in the same room like you son of a bitch like you could, yeah. It's like like a piece of fucking bubble gum. It's like dude, <laughs> do that shit outside, bro. <laughs> he he bought an airzuka. You know, Have you oh yeah, that? I want to get one. And of those. That's he yeah, yeah. he is now I farting farted in them. Into it and I oh shoot the cats. <laughs> you shoot farts at your cats? <laughs> oh my god! Can we hang out? I have three cats. We can shoot farts at. Wait. Three cats we can shoot farts cool at. One of them like refuses to use litter right now and just shits right in front of it. Like, oh yeah, I know it's here, but I'm just gonna shit in front of it. Can you blow a fart at that one? Absolutely. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like, last Fuck night, that last night I'm googling, can a cat get pink eye? <laughs> shit, I didn't even think about. It. They don't even have like eyelids and shit. <laughs> I don't know how much you guys know or not about our Band Wars TV show we have coming out. And oh, yeah. we brought some salt and limes and some goodies well, I to. Maybe we do it after both of us. 
You want to do it after? Do you want to do it in the middle of? I mean, you'll be able to see. (laughs) (laughs) We were going to have Steve-O from Jackass on the show, and his branding company stepped in and said Mm. that we weren't crazy enough. But it's Steve-O. So right. duh. Yeah, we're not willing to be in a porta potty full of shit. I guess is kind <laughs> of not. thing. But well, yeah, do, do you guys video this? But we picked up shot that we do at places all the time, and it hurts every time. But I don't know. We're just doing it. What kind of? So we have this show called Band Wars, and it's kind of like Impractical Jokers meets Jackass. It's but more we, like Viva La Bam. Bam. If you yeah. guys remember yeah. Viva La Bam, yeah. it's very Viva La Bam. Fucking love Bam, dude. Yeah. We grew up on that shit. We love it. So it's, it's a lot like that. But it's all local musicians. Is everybody in the music scene? But everybody, rap, country, yeah, rock. all. Right. Genres, yeah, it's like we, you know, us two assholes, but we kind of just battle it out, and we have all these other musicians and shit. And we, you know, baseball style pick teams, and we have uh, these most ridiculous fucking things. Like, I have a concussion right now from the last one. I'll just say this Donkey Kong and nothing more. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Pamela Moore. From Queensryche's in it, Steve, Steve Unger, Unger in it. Metal Church, um, um, the guy uh, Jason Brooks who plays uh, Jason, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. There's and a lot Richard of shit. Ramone's gonna be in it. So. Yeah, and CJ Russell, a uh, big support. He donated one of his guitars from from, uh, from Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. Wow. But it's awesome. It's really all about the local scene and getting everyone together. We just do a bunch of stupid shit and put our bodies on the line for the name of science, you know? So <laughs> Steve-O, as we all know, is like sober now and stuff, but uh, he's got his podcast and he had this thing on there where he's talking about he made a couple like free drinks or cheap bucks, you know? Tricks. Yeah, to get, mm. get like, you know, 20 bucks here or a free drink, you know? So he's doing all these things. We decided we'd do a competition out of it, right? But one of them... Called the Steve-O Games. Yeah, called the Steve-O Games. But one of the, the drink tricks, um, we've kind of just named ourselves the steve-o shot and like i don't know if we're like literally mentally disabled or something but like for some reason we keep doing it to ourselves we we absolutely (laughs) love doing this and it sucks so for your guys's viewing pleasure um i guess since you guys over over the radio can't see what we're doing but we're gonna basically you take some salt and you put it on your hand right sounds simple enough you take a lime and you take a shot and you snort the salt, take the shot, squirt the lime in the eyes. In the eyes. And then you got yourself <laughs> a proper Steve O shot. Even though the lime looks painful, the salt in your nose sucks more. Yeah, because afterwards, after the lime subsides, your eyes like clear as rain. These are two Which is my good nostril? Snail. I don't remember. In your nose. <laughs> this was a good one. <laughs> I think the one in your nose. I think this one's a good wait, one. Wait, hold on. You got yours on a nice little pile. Huh? I'm fucking set. To Band Wars. To Band Wars. Roast. And and two this week on Seattle Rocks. Yeah, yeah. dude. One, two, three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys are nuts. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's the Steve O shot. <laughs> Ah, salt is so bad. I Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> what, can I offer you one? We have another lime. You guys want to do a little I'm good at no. contacts. <laughs> it would stay with me all day. It would stay with me all day. Yeah, we brought enough for everybody if you want one. Um, uh, I don't have saline, but I can offer some hand sanitizer if that helps. I, I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> Jesus. I fucking love You'll it. You'll regain sight after a few minutes, you know. A few minutes. I would lose my Here's contact instantly. <laughs> this was covered in liquor and salt. <laughs> oh, guys, don't cry. We got another episode. <laughs> We're I'm not so leaving so yet. I'm so fucking sad. <laughs> There's a huge chunk of life, like right here. Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the gift that gives, keeps on giving oh, all night long. 
Go hard or go home, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a whole Olympics. It was like 10 tricks he did. We did all of them. Yeah, there are some pretty wild ones. But that one, I don't know what it is, but we keep doing it to ourselves. <laughs> Anything hard. involving fire? <laughs> knowing Steve-O. Fire. We're actually going to do some shit with fire for the show, but nothing we saw with his bar. Just there, there is restrooms if you need them. I used to... Uh, I yeah, nobody... Fire. I, uh, oh, no, it's all good I now. This eye is like clear as rain. Uh, I almost want to do it to this one, just like even it out. Uh, that was the salt. Yeah, really the salt. All right here. All right oh God! You should you should get a contract with your eyeliner company. It's like it will it surpass look like it lime even juice. Changed. No, hey man, L'Oreal waterproof. You know, yeah. <laughs> I did a whole shot of Jägermeister once, and that Ooh. was dreadful. Hot sauce is the that? worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, you get sponsored by them. Uh, yeah, but I don't drink liquor anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can give it away and have lots of friends. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, like, yeah. we start off the episodes and shit with, like, the Beer Olympics, um, which is, like, an event. <laughs> that was... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking hoot and holler. It's coming up. It's coming. It's coming God, this dude. summer. Your way to a town near funny. you. I do, I do it every every year, man. This will be my fifth year. But like you said, it's, like, really kind of the essence of what we're doing with Band Wars. It's so cool because you have all these people from all these different walks of life, but... They all have something in common. You know, we can all get together and there's no dicks. There's no drama. Everything's cool. Everyone. Everybody, we're, we're just gathering together. We're screwing around. Yeah. It's, all, right? it's fucking awesome. If you come, if you come to be serious. Dicks. It's like we're recess in life, you know? Out, so. Oh, yeah. You've always got to weed out the dicks. But, I mean, it's really awesome. And uh-huh. they bring everybody on board. I be a dick. How <laughs> <laughs> are we doing on time? Should we, uh, we should probably. Yeah, let's wrap this one. I, 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 I will say. I will say. Thank you, Hakati. Yeah. For being part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. <laughs> I couldn't remember you guys met her. I, I really wanted you guys to meet. She's the best thing that ever fucking happened. I, I, we're friends on Facebook. I followed the Blackout. I've black seen out. some stories see the post on, on the Facebook. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Dude. Yeah, you'll have to come Definitely. out and uh, check Debbie Blackout here soon. Uh, but we're all over the place. It'd be great to see you yeah, at the right? show sometime. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, you guys are fucking awesome. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much, you guys. Yeah, thank you, man.